Alright fellows, welcome back to yet another episode and today we will talk about a very serious topic. So before we start off, I would just like to say that, you know, I send my prayers and my condolences to the families that uh, that have lost the right to call their home places safe or that have lost their relatives or close friends or or pretty much anybody they know due to the terrorist attacks that are happening in the past years and also the very recent ones which have pretty much shocked everybody around the world. But, you know, what we see in Europe, there is certainly a rise in terrorist attacks and, and generally speaking, crime rates. It is much higher and this is not just me telling it off. I, I, I believe there are statistics showing this. But just think about how much terrorist attacks have happened in the past let's say, a five-year period. How much news coverage have we got? You know, there was the whole France uh, issue. I remember there were some shootings and there was this guy who was trying to ram the car in the Ger- in Germany. Now there is Vienna. Then there is again France. Of course, we cannot forget that one. I believe there were also some in Belgium. These are all countries in the European Union and now you know you never know where the next attack might hit and I do not envy the people I am in Europe I live here but I don't envy the people in these countries where the terrorist attack happens uh, that they that they fear that they fear going out in the street living a normal life you know combine this with the pandemic it's a really terrible feeling but I don't think there was a period where the major cities like all over Europe had to worry that something like this would happen because the, the, the terrorist attack, they seem to pop up just out of random, out of blue and suddenly it happens, you know, and it's really sad. It's really sad and it really kind of struck me and I was thinking about it a lot and I kind of developed my personal opinion about it. So I'm going to present it to you. It's just my thought about it. Okay. It might not be correct. It might be wrong. And if you have an opinion of a different kind, you know, don't don't be afraid to tell me. I'm, I'm always here open for a discussion. This is not me ranting and telling you what's the truth. This is me providing you with a topic you can talk about. And it's basically just an idea, right? I am not, of course, 100% sure. But I think this is all caused by the immigration crisis or immigration crisis in Europe and our poli- policies regarding this. I think this pretty much most of it is caused because of this. You know, back when the whole immigration crisis happened, people were already saying that this might have very negative effects on the stability of the European regions, that we are pretty much letting so many people into our countries. We have no, no, I wouldn't say right, but we have no um, direct check, basically, of what these people are, who they are. Is that their real name, their real password? You don't know. You have to trust these people. And I'm not saying most of these people are not trustworthy. I, I, I bet many people have said only real facts, but it's just as easy to put, you know, you know, between all these people, it's very easy to put a wolf in sheep's clothing. Just pretend, you know, you ran from a country, you just say a random name, and then when you come to the country, well, you do a terrorist attack, or you, you come there with the, with the, with the notion of doing something, right? And then there is the entire, entire thing of people being radicalized. 
that is another danger that European Union is facing. And I remember these people that, you know, they were laughed at, they were called, they were called all types of names. And uh, it's happening. It, 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 it's, it's beginning to happen. And countries have yet again, the European Union as a, as a union have yet, has yet again failed to, to listen to the voice of the people. And it's basically politicians deciding from their ivory towers what happens to the common man. Because if you think about it, no politician was harmed during these attacks. Now, I'm not saying that they should. I'm just saying they're not affected directly by the attacks. It's the common man. It's the person living in that area. You know, I saw the footages from Vienna. It's not the politician that gets shot or or is threatened. It's basically the shop owner or the guy who has a residence there and he's just, you know, chilling at a balcony. It's that random pedestrian that happens to walk through the street. It's the it's the shopper who takes his girlfriend shopping to, to a clothes store. It's exactly those people that get threatened. So it's very easy for the European Union to make grandiose decisions about our future when they don't have to directly deal with the consequences, at least not on a personal level. You see, I remember that Angela Merkel, when you know she was met with the criticism, uh, I think she said something along the lines of wir uh, schaffen das, I don't exactly know who is the wir. Um, it, it basically means we are going to do this, but I don't know who is the we in that equation. Like maybe, maybe she will survive, and maybe even a bunch of the richer Germans will. But but the people who live in common areas where these Im- immigrants reside, or where general the civil unrest is big. You know, these people feel the effects much more differently than the politicians. But the the greater problem is not really of the immigrants' fault. It's more of assimilation to the culture of the country. Not to ramble. We have to understand that each community of people, this may be a city, this may be an entire country, has a different culture. Now, this culture is very conservative in its nature. All cultures are conservative, okay? I'm not talking about um, conservative in the sense that they have conservative values. I'm talking about conservatives that they are pretty much not letting anybody else interact with them unless they don't hold at least some of those values. Now, these values can vary, you know? It can be, you know, be a Christian or be this, or you have to act like this, or you have to speak our language. I think language barrier is the most important one. But I'm going to speak about that a bit later. But that is important to understand. When you imagine yourself that you would be thrown into a country where you don't understand a single thing they're talking about, you have nothing in common with the culture you're there. You don't know their practices. You don't even understand their practices. You don't practice what they do. You don't act like they do. You don't even speak like they do. You certainly look different from the people who who are mainly in the culture, well, I don't think that's such a problem. But again, there are so many differences that it's very hard for people to find a compromise on both sides, right? The immigrant, I understand that he or she wants to preserve something else from the country that he or she came from. So if you, for example, I don't know, came from Syria, you want to preserve something Syrian in you, some, I don't know, piece of clothing or some ritual that you do. 
and you come to this culture and they have completely everything different and they don't really seem too thrilled about you trying to practice this thing on your own they they more like they more would like you to practice their things right and when people don't feel welcomed by the society around them they, it's it's it, they, they become the easiest target to radicalize because basically you have to you have to just point towards their problems say society and then just tell them but if you shoot them up it will all make it will it will be much better which of course rational people know is not the truth but you know we're not talking rationally here we are talking very emotionally i think that that some of these people have a breaking point at which point they just take the gun and they they don't really have a plan they just want to cause as much damage as possible i don't think the terrorists are thinking rationally they're they're planning they they have some elaborate schemes i think it's an emotional mom, moment like when people commit suicide it's usually that one one event it can be a small thing that that tips the glass and suddenly the person does it or decides to do it this is exactly it it can be a small event that just tips the scales tips the glass and suddenly you have a person which before was angry at the society you have a person with strong tendencies to terrorism and you cannot stop the person no matter what you would do right and um and there is lots of civil unrest in the European society regarding this. Okay, so there are people protesting against immigrants. I believe that many of the immigrants don't understand the language they are uh, um, in the, or they don't understand the language of the country they are in. They, they, they can't speak the language. I'm not talking about like perfect C1 speaking. I'm talking basic words, basic phrases that you use every day. I'm, 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 I'm more concerned with that, the, 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 the very basics, okay, hello, goodbye, how much does this cost, the numbers up to 10, those types of shit, I don't think they understand, they can speak the language at that level, and therefore come a whole, whole set of problems, okay, they have some problem in the country, they cannot really say what the problem is, they cannot express it in, in any way, because nobody understands them, okay, so they basically are left alone in these centers. They cannot leave the center because they they would get lost in the city. They don't know what to do. Most of them don't have unemployed are unemployed. Why is that? Because the person who hires is not going to hire a person who doesn't even speak the language of the company. You have to think about it in this way. And then you think about it. Like whose is this fault? And I say it's nobody's. It's not the fault of the society that it's conservative and is trying to preserve the values. And at the end of the day, it's also not fault of the immigrant that, well, he, he got this country. I think the people should be grateful that they are in that country, but I understand their frustration. When you, are, when you have so many setbacks, when, 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 you, when you come to a society and they just reject you outright because you, 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 don't, you don't possess some skills that you really never needed. This is the only situation you need those skills at. You're going to feel angry. And, and, and all these recruitment uh, organizations, all these radical organizations, that's exactly the moment they're wait, waiting for. So I don't think terrorism is caused by, as I already mentioned, I don't think these are elaborate schemes. I don't think these are big planning rooms. I think it's more individuals who reach a point where they decide to do it and they just go on a killing spree. 
until they don't kill themselves or the police kills themselves or they decide to surrender whatever whatever the case may be right there are all types of cases right some regret their acts others don't and these people often are just left alone nobody really knows about them anything because again they cannot make friends outside of their organization or in the camp they you know they cannot make friends like they don't speak the language they don't do the culture thing so yeah it, it becomes a hard hard situation and i think the responsible people are the european union in itself and i don't think the people and citizens and countries i think the representatives of the countries i think that they don't really quite understand how hard it is for these people to first of all assimilate and for the people around them that already lived in that country to accept that somebody like this is living here or that uh and if you know if shit goes bad these politicians they never directly feel um feel the i wouldn't say pain but they don't directly fear feel the fear the emotions of the common people imagine that you're just minding your own business let's say you're closing a coffee shop that was opened and suddenly somebody starts shooting at the windows wildly i would fucking shit myself but this is not something that the politicians have to deal with on daily basis or not on daily basis but when a crisis happens they're usually in a very cushy and secure place and it's very easy to make judgment of a country from a place such as that and not really see the effects that are happening you know they are not affected by this entire crisis they just want to appear cool so they do all these moves but european union should start listening more to people I don't think the resolution however is closing our borders. I think the resolution is that we do a background check on everybody that is applying to the European Union. And I think that countries should be forced to do this and I think that many 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 are expecting that this will be a step. That this will be something that the European Union will will say I don't think if somebody went out there and said it I don't think anybody would be not anybody but I don't think many countries would be against it maybe just the big countries but but the majority of the smaller or coastal countries I think they would be more than happy to agree to having the right of saying no to somebody who doesn't have a proper passport or you cannot really check his identity anywhere and I think that's the core of the problem because if we allow people who let's say want to work in our country who want to come in our country they're going to do maximal effort in that country to to do it they're going to try to learn the language they're going to search for a very good job or at least a good job and they're going to get hired because they have all the skills they need they're going to attend schools they're going to attend all these workshops that try to help these people you know and those are workshops that teach them particular skills or language work courses and they're just theoretical on the culture and how people behave and these people then after maybe 10 or 20 years they become like a normal citizen basically born and raised in the country they are but when you just randomly throw people into a country in which they in which they have nothing you know to to stick to they have nothing in common with the country they're at it's bound to create problems and i think the entire uh, migration immigration crisis that happened a few years back i think right now we are seeing the effects of it and it's quite horrible 
But yeah, thank you for listening. I know this was a bit longer episode than usual, but I just felt like putting it out there. And of yeah, you know, we have a website and on the website you can sign up for the newsletter. The newsletter is coming ASAP. And we are, yeah, we're basically done with this episode. So thank you for listening and see you soon.